This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. There's nothing more comforting than hearing the soft crackle of a needle on a record. The more we get together, 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 the more we get together, the happier we'll be. Because your friends are my friends, and my friends are your friends. The more we get together, the happier we'll be. When I started listening to Rafi, I ordered his first kids' album on vinyl. Singable songs for the very young. And sorry, Rafi, I got it on eBay, so you won't be seeing any of this money. But as soon as I got it, I went all in. Maybe a little too much. Lullabies and children's songs are just kind of weird and halfway terrifying. Like, what is this song even about? I can imagine it on a Beatles album also. So why do kids love whistling so much? I wonder. Is this driving me into madness? I have these um, wild, almost conspiracy theories about how he's naming his albums. I'm not actually sure what that means, but it sounds fun. (laughs) That little burbling keyboard sound. I'm going to go ahead and call it a club banger. Dear Rafi. I like your hat. Do you write lots of songs? Because I like them a lot. I appreciate his attention to detail on putting this very comfortable song after that kind of scary, weird song. I started to see just how carefully crafted it was. 
starting with the cover. It's a portrait of Raffi in crayon drawn by a seven-year-old fan. And it really captures Raffi. The beard, the guitar, he's even sitting on a stool as if he's performing at some coffee house in the village. And at the bottom, he added his personal flair with the words, great with a peanut butter sandwich. The cover alone speaks to Raffi's commitment to his audience and to his great attention to detail. <laughs> Looking back, it feels like it was like pulling teeth, but it wasn't quite. But even something like that crayon border, I tried it in four or five different colors, and I cut the paper out and put it on the rest of the cover and stood on a chair looking down. <laughs> well, it's so well put together. Just the artwork alone is so well composed and so thoughtful and so intentional. Would you think of yourself as a perfectionist? I was back then, but I mean, even without that, you, you strive for excellence, you know? If I did a good job, I'm proud of it. Where do you think this came from, this drive to do something excellent? Because it's not within everybody to be completely excellent at all times. I was a very good student when I was younger. I was always near the top of my class. There was a push to excel that came from my parents. And there was also the model of my father's photography, where he was immaculate in what he did. He had high standards. And I think I, I soaked up a lot of that, you know? So I gave it my best, certainly. Raffi's father, Ardo, was a master portrait artist. So was Ardo's father. These men had confidence in their trade and worked constantly. When Ardo presented his clients with a finished product, he'd only give them one proof, just one proof that met his standards of perfection. I know something about having a perfectionist father. My dad, Andres, was an aerospace machinist, a trade where there's no room for error. He drove two hours to and from work each day, coming home smelling like metal. I think about that every time I don't want to go out and do a set or when a joke doesn't land just right. His dedication to his craft set the bar for me, leading to my own perfectionism, something Rafi has struggled with too. In his book, he writes that he used to take things too seriously. It was always a push and pull between following joy and meeting the standards set by generations of Kavukians, especially when it came to sweating the small stuff. And you can see it in the liner notes of singable songs for the very young, where no detail is missed and no opportunity for a little more playfulness is left on the table. You credit Santa for playing the sleigh bells. Well, you gotta credit Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Raffi did was by accident. I'm Chris Garcia, and this is Finding Raffi, a 10-part series from iHeartRadio and Fatherly in partnership with Rococo Punch about the life, philosophy, and the work of Raffi, the man behind the music. Raffi was 27 in 1975. At night, he was playing gigs in smoky bars, loud clubs, and coffee houses around Toronto. To make some extra cash, he started playing for a new crowd. In Toronto, there was a program that used to pay folk singers to come into the classroom and sing songs with kids like uh, Michael Roll the Boat Ashore, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, all that kind of stuff, you know. And that was fun. He'd also reunited with his high school sweetheart, Deborah Pike, also known as Deb or Debbie, 
who was a primary school teacher. Deb taught Raffi the words to these songs he hadn't grown up with. So I had to learn Ba Ba Black Sheep word for word. And I went, wow. <laughs> Raffi didn't really know any kids. He'd never really even thought about them, until they became his audience. I marveled at what I was learning about kids, the kind of people they are. They're spontaneous, for sure. And they're learning all the time. Everything is fresh and new for them. They're learning what it feels like to be human. Something happened when he showed up with a guitar and sat down on a rug surrounded by eager, wide-eyed kids. He held their attention. He was a natural. That's when Deb's mom, Daphne, made a suggestion. Maybe Raffi should make an album for kids. And I thought, well, that's an interesting idea. After all, Raffi wouldn't be the first folk singer to make an album for kids. One of his heroes, Pete Seeger, did it. Maybe he could, too. he and Deb decided to do some field research. She and I visited a couple of record stores, as we called them, in the 1970s. And we noticed that most, if not all, the children's recordings were stuck in some lowly bin at the back of the store. And there was a sign that said $2.99 or something. Like it was, it was like they were just pieces of extraneous trash or something. This is what Raffi was up against. He needed to persuade the music industry to take children's music seriously, to invest in it. And to do that, he had to make something of quality, an album that demonstrated what kids deserve. The language in most children's albums at the time didn't reflect anything. I mean, it just talked down to children as if they were all babies and idiots. That's Bert Simpson, Raffi's longtime friend, collaborator, and now senior associate at Troubadour, Raffi's record company. Bert, along with his wife Bonnie and Deb, became Raffi's official educational advisors. What Bonnie and Debbie and I had was a lot of experience with very young children and a lot of educational theory. But on the most practical level, we knew what kids liked. We knew what they would sing. Raffi called them the committee. Bert, Bonnie, and Deb were well-versed in what young kids needed to thrive. They were teachers who believed that children should be active participants in their education. They subscribed to the progressive educational models that were gaining popularity in the 60s and 70s, like Montessori and the free school movement. Raffi immersed himself in these ideas. It felt like he and the committee were getting down to something essential. Children are people like you and me. They're whole people. Just because they're younger doesn't mean they're lesser people. And that the way to be with children is to treat them with respect for the people that they are, keeping in mind where they are at the beginning stage of life. And you see there your compassion comes up. Here these kids are learning all about what it's like to be who we are as adults, only it's like they're in they're adults in training kind of thing, right? And how can you not have compassion for a child who's basically doing their best, you know, and learning? From there, Raffi and the committee came up with a basic album philosophy. It was simple. One, the songs had to be fun for kids to sing. 
Two, the album had to be enjoyable for adults. And three, the album would respect children as listeners. So Rafi had his experts. He had his album philosophy. He knew what he wanted the album to sound like. Now he needed musicians. So I enlisted the help of my good friend and multi-instrumentalist, Ken Whiteley. And that was the smartest thing I did because Ken said, yeah, man, let's do it. <laughs> so I played banjo and mandolin and, you know, different kinds of band, keyboards, you know, piano, accordion, auto harp. This is Ken Whiteley. And when Rafi says he's a multi-instrumentalist, well, that's an understatement. Kazoos, all that kind of stuff. Ken and Rafi met in their 20s through the Toronto folk scene and reconnected after both had started to make contacts in the industry. That's how Ken knew about a studio nearby where they could record Rafi's album. In 1975, I had recorded a couple of albums at this uh, studio that was $10 an hour in the basement of these two brothers where they lived in the suburbs of a city called Hamilton, Ontario. There's the Lanois brothers, uh, Bob Lanois and his brother Daniel Lanois. Danny. For all you music nerds, yeah, that Daniel Lenoir. Producer of U2's Octung Baby, Dylan's Time Out of Mind, he produced Brian Eno, Willie Nelson, Emmylou Harris, Neil Young, the man Rolling Stone called the most important record producer to emerge in the 80s. Started with Raffi? No wonder I love this album so much. Dan Lenoir is a legend, and I am not cuckoo bananas for noticing this album's exquisite production value. It was Daniel Lanois' mother's home <laughs> in the basement studio. Had egg cartons on the ceiling. It occupied the whole basement. There was a control room, and they could move baffles around to sort of create a an isolated space. I said to myself, I'm getting my money's worth here. Everything was starting to come together. The idea was to create an album for kids that would be tonally and lyrically appropriate, but also musically dynamic and interactive. It would have beautiful, pristine, high-quality production, and it would embrace the fact that kids were a real audience, just like their parents. So with beginner's luck, we proceeded to record in that setting. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. 
That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. After months of planning, it was go time for Raffi's first children's album. Bob and Dan Lanois sat behind the board. Raffi and his musicians were tuned up and ready to go. Ken was, you know, doing his multi-instrumentalist magic. He'd play guitar here, he'd play banjo there, he'd play something else. And his brother Chris Whiteley, very talented musician, played trumpet. And he played harmonica. He played trumpet on Robin in the Rain. That turned out to be a... A great horn section that uh, that he did. Robin in the rain, what a saucy fellow. Robin in the rain, mind your socks of yellow. Running in the garden on your nimble feet. Digging for your dinner with your long strong beak. Robin in the rain. I do remember bumping up and down in my little red wagon because... You know, it's basically Raffi singing and playing guitar and me overdubbing half a dozen other instruments on. Bumping up and down in my little red wagon, bumping up and down in my little red wagon, bumping up and down in my little red wagon, won't you be my darling? So these songs, uh, the more we get together with mandolin and down by the bay, Willoughby Wallaby Woo had trumpet in it. One track after another, this little album that could started to gain uh, form, you know? 
peanut butter sandwich made with jam. One for me and one for David Amram. A peanut butter sandwich made with jam. Stick, stick, sticky, stick, stick. I love to picture it. Ken Whiteley playing every instrument he can get his hands on. Dan Lenoir in his mom's basement telling Rafi, Shh, uh, hey Raph, the kazoo is coming in a little flat on peanut butter sandwich. Let's go ahead and take it from the top. Shh. We literally, quote unquote, didn't know what we were doing, which is a delightful way to be when you're making music because you're not self-conscious about it. I mean, if you listen to Willie B. Wallaby Woo and listen to the, what could I even call it? It's like a vocal instrumental in the middle. It's totally unselfconscious. And it ends with And sometimes I listen to it now and I go, did I really do that? <laughs> the timing of it is perfect. It just fell in the groove, you know? It just became a groove thing. It was great. That's what I mean about the unselfconsciousness of that beginner effort. They even included two holiday songs, My Dreidel and Must Be Santa. Who's got a beard that's long and white? We weren't going by any, you know, market research or anything. We were kind of winging it, you know, <laughs> having fun, including songs that we thought kids would enjoy singing. And that's what we did. I mean, I remember, you know, driving to a blues gig with a harmonica player and saying, hey, you got to hear this project I'm working on. You know, it had that sort of enthusiasm attached to it, you know, where you're wanting to share it as broadly as possible. And so I kind of had a feeling, wow, this could really be successful, you know. In those early days, this group of adults was somehow able to tap into what it feels like to be a kid. They captured the wonder and the insecurity. That's most evident to me listening to the lyrics of I Wonder If I'm Growing. I wonder if I'm growing I wonder if I'm growing My mom says yes I'm growing But it's hard for me to see My mom says I remember playing nylon string guitar on that song Not my steel string acoustic you can just feel that it's coming from a vulnerable place, that Rafi is singing, I wonder if I'm growing, in a genuine way. It seems to touch people who hear it, you know, because the song goes from wondering if I'm growing to, hey, I can reach the tap now for the very first time today. So the song goes somewhere, it takes you somewhere. And if you're a young child listening, I think it probably adds to the child's wonderment of growing. I Wonder If I'm Growing was the basic album philosophy in action, a beautiful song that both kids and parents would love that also respects children as they are. And I think I must be growing. If he only knew how much he was about to grow, in terms of his career, in terms of what he was going to be allowed to do as a person speaking not just to 35 people at a coffee house, but, you know, to 3,500 people in an auditorium or selling millions of records. It was November 1976. Robbie Robertson and the band held their farewell concert. 
Jimmy Carter won the presidency over Gerald Ford. The first Mega Mouse shark was discovered off the coast of Oahu. And Raffi released his first kids album, Singable Songs for the Very Young. Oh, Mr. Sun, Sun, Mr. Golden Sun, please shine down on me. Oh, Mr. Sun, Sun, Raffi was a one-man record company. There was no release team behind him. He really did it all DIY. He licensed songs. He made the press kit himself, designed promotional posters. He had 1,000 albums pressed for its initial run. Well, in time, I could afford some help, uh, <laughs> some staff. So that was great. But while I was doing it, I had a, an adventure of play, actually, about it. Here I was. I was pretending I was the delivery guy, getting in my car and delivering albums, going to the train station and sending it by train across the country to a children's bookstore who was going to sell my albums. Wow, I was a delivery man. Whee! <laughs> you know. Everyone on the committee chipped in to get their beloved album out into the world. Bonnie and Bert Simpson would even bring small record players to stores so they could play the album. Everyone loved that because nobody thought of that before. People would say, oh, who's, what's that? Who's that? And they'd show them the record and they sold really well right from the very beginning. Raffi's bet paid off. Singable Songs for the Very Young was a hit right from the start. And then when the album was released, I was singing in nursery schools around Toronto, and I'd take the album with me and copies of it for sale, and people were buying it in threes and fours to give us gifts. I couldn't believe it. I mean, the word was getting out, you know, that this was a special album. It's mine, but you can have some. With you, I'd like to share it. Because if I share it with you, you'll have some too. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It could also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. 
you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. To look back now and decipher why singable songs was so successful, it's hard to point to one thing. Everything seemed to line up. The quality production, the research, the beginner spirit. These were key ingredients. But there's also something to be said for Raffi and Ken's history with folk music. In a lot of ways, that set them up to make good music for kids. There was a man in the mood, in the mood, in the mood. The folk element is there, even in uh, many of his own selections, um, these marvelous recordings that work uh, very well with children. This is Dr. Patricia Sheehan Campbell. She's an ethnomusicologist who studies children's music. Patricia says Rafi's songs tell stories, an essential element of folk. And Rafi's music just like the songs of his heroes, Pete Seeger and Woody Guthrie, are also especially easy for kids to sing along to. And they don't reach a full octave, generally speaking, until they're about eight or nine. So many of the songs are within uh, that smaller pitch range, within an octave, maybe only five pitches in distance uh, from one another. And that was a place where, where children's voices landed comfortably. With the overwhelming success of singable songs, Raffi and his team started working on the follow-up album. More singable songs came out in 1977, and it slapped, too. It was time to take the show on the road. Hello. Hi, boys and girls. And I'll never forget the very first concert I had where we charged admission way back when. The very song I sang, the more we get together, the, by the time we got to the word together, the whole place was singing. I couldn't believe it. Deb cried. I mean, she was at the back of the hall. She cried hearing everyone sing. And that was it. That's how it was going to be from then on. Here's something that amazes me about Rafi. How easily he can hold the attention of an auditorium full of kids. I know firsthand how difficult that is because I used to be a children's entertainer myself at UC Berkeley's Public Science Center. I'd dress up like a wizard and teach kids about electricity or do improv about the human brain. It was so hard that I made the switch to stand-up comedy and entertaining drunk adults instead. 
I keep thinking about this one Raffi concert video in particular. Raffi is physically jumping up and down in his seat. The camera pans up to the balcony to show a pair of kids mimicking his movements. In fact, the entire concert hall of kids is bumping up and down in unison. Hey, this wagon is still busted. The shtick of the song is that the wagon keeps breaking down. By this point, the kids are losing their minds, yelling out the names of tools Raffi could use to fix the wagon. Listen to those ideas. This place is full of mechanics today. And just when you think a riot is about to break out, if Raffi stalls one more minute, he comes in with a punchline. I wonder what I'd use to fix the wagon. Raffi's gonna fix it with a sandwich. Raffi's gonna fix it with a sandwich. This man's got time. So that he can eat it. We had fun singing these songs together. And then I would meet with the audience after the show. And that was kind of neat because kids with their parents would come up and, and the child would be trying to say something to me and maybe was taking their time and the parent would be trying to hurry them along sometimes. And I'd say, wait, let's just uh, listen, please. And then the child would have time to say something and kids would ask wonderful questions of me in those days of cassettes. Rafi, how did you get out of my tape? They would say. Well, it wasn't me who was in there in the first place. It was just my voice. That's what you're hearing. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Rafi reflects on these early days of success in his autobiography. They were thrilling, but they were also stressful. He recalls getting upset when Deb, Bonnie, and Bert were having too much fun in the process. Back then, he thought they had serious work to do. You know, I've had periods in my life where it's, you know, I've had challenges to go through. You know, I'm no different than anybody else. Personal challenges, uh, professional challenges. At one point, I said to myself, I keep falling uphill. <laughs> Here's Bert. Rafi will spend a lot of time on the tiniest details of things, getting them exactly the way he wants them to be. And that's just the way he is. The perfectionism could be tiring sometimes. Sometimes it just go on and say, okay, well, let's just pick one, shall we, and, you know, and get on with it. But it's not like that. So if that's what he meant by taking himself seriously, you know, he did. Rafi's attention to detail and commitment to excellence to the point of perfection sometimes put work ahead of fun. He writes that he could be controlling and moody if things didn't go his way, and that he often put too much pressure on others, but especially on himself. The friends in our lives uh, can be a huge support to us. Uh, a prayerful attitude can often help. In many ways, uh, you know, I'm just grateful to always return to a place of love and joy. Meanwhile, as Rafi's family audiences kept growing, his dream of becoming a folk singer for adults started to fade. He kept some of his night gigs, but the dream started to feel too distant so he decided to fully commit to his children's music career. Soon, he would start selling out thousand-seat venues and festivals from coast to coast. He'd make hit album after hit album. He'd be offered movie deals and endorsements. 
the path to superstardom was knocking on his door. But Rafi said no. No toys, no fast food deals, no corporate endorsements, no to the industry standard. Rafi was determined to forge his own path, and he was going to make it happen his way. Next time on Finding Rafi. The primary goal of advertising and marketing is to train kids to become consumers. If I love my audience and if I respect them for the people that they are, my young audience, how can I exploit them? Why would I ever want to do commercial endorsements or, you know, sell things to them based on my popularity? That wouldn't be right, would it? Finding Rafi is a production of iHeartRadio and Fatherly in partnership with Rococo Punch. It's produced by Catherine Fenelosa, Meredith Honig, and James Trout. Production assistance from Charlotte Livingston. Alex French is our story consultant. Our senior producer is Andrea Aswahe. Emily Foreman is our editor. Fact-checking by Andrea Lopez Cruzado. Rafi's music is courtesy of Troubadour Music. Special thanks to Kim Layton at Troubadour. Our executive producers are Jessica Alpert and John Parati at Rococo Punch, Ty Trimble, Mike Rothman, and Jeff Eisenman at Fatherly, and me, Chris Garcia. Thank you for listening. Okay. Got me tearing up over here, Ken. I can't believe it. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.